Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. If you've been following Pastor J.D. for any length of time, you know that his recent updates can feel heavy at times and burdensome. Not for your sake, but for the sake of those who don't yet know Jesus Christ. It's time to bring people to him as quickly as possible. Share the gospel because Jesus is the only hope. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 31st, 2021. And it's kind of like Romans 1 because it's about God giving people over to their burning lusts, woman for woman and man for man. It's kind of like, okay... Have your way. You've rejected me. I've tried. But you've already made up your mind. That's why. And so here comes the deception. I've heard it said like this, if you reject the truth, you'll believe any lie. You open yourself up and you are susceptible and vulnerable and gullible to the most bizarre of lies. Like like this lie. Uh, After the rapture, it was an alien abduction. Oh, that makes sense. It's a lie. UFOs, it's a lie. It's a deception. UFOs are demons. Hello? They're demons. I digress. I want to share with you a follow-up from a very good friend of mine that's in the medical field who emailed me the following. You might have already received a similar article, but below is a link to the COVID-19 vaccine passport, which you might find interesting. My VP told me that our hospital will soon roll out a way to identify on our ID badge those who are vaccine compliant. We currently have to wear a mask and an eye shield when we talk or meet with someone. However, If we take the vaccine, then we don't need to wear the eye shield anymore, only the masks. (laughs) Managers will be able to quickly identify those employees who have been vaccinated or not. (laughs) Guess us non-compliant ones will stick out. That's the point. The other day a third employee informed me out of sheer frustration that since she took her second vaccine a couple of weeks ago, she is feeling scatterbrained, and that is not her normal. She also mentioned feeling like she wants to jump out of her skin, which is exactly what my ER case manager mentioned shortly after receiving her first vaccine shot. I'm sad that now more than 80% of my staff 
have taken the vaccine up from 50% due to fear and pressure. Pictured here is the screenshot from that link in which they ask the question, is it time for COVID-19 vaccine passports? In it they report, major tech companies, Microsoft, Oracle, and Salesforce are partnering with the Mayo Clinic and other leading healthcare companies to develop technology for digital COVID-19 vaccine passports, which would indicate whether an individual has been vaccinated against the disease. But some experts worry the technology is being developed too soon. Well, it has to be, because there's not much time. And Satan knows he has but a short time. We've got to get this show on the road. On Friday, January 22nd, CNBC reported on how the United Airlines CEO wants to make COVID vaccines mandatory for employees and is encouraging other companies to do the same. It's just a matter of time. This brings me to a question that we've been asked about often as of late, having to do with why we're emphasizing the vaccine at the exclusion of other events of prophetic significance? That's a, that's a fair question. Kindly allow me to answer this question this way. First, this is the most important issue we're facing today. Well, yeah, but what about what's happening in Israel? Well, you ready for this? Do you know what nation leads in vaccination of their population? Israel. More than the U.S., yeah. More than the U.S. Even now, many are faced with the decision as to whether or not they should be vaccinated. You think I enjoy standing up here and talking about all this? I absolutely do not. I dread it. The Lord knows my heart. This is real. Another reason we're addressing this so-called vaccine is because the evidence proves beyond a reasonable doubt that this will become, become, not is, become the mark of the beast during the seven year tribulation. It's for this reason alone that it's incumbent upon me to talk about this, such that if we're already seeing this happen now, then how close are we really? Because see, what we're talking about, what we're emphasizing, what we're looking at, what we're discussing, is that which will ultimately find its fulfillment in and during the seven-year tribulation. So why, pray tell, do we need to bother with this now? Because we're not going to be here. That is excellent. Absolutely right. Thank God for that, right? But 
<laughs> if what we're seeing now already <laughs> that ultimately finds its fulfillment in the seven-year tribulation, it's already beginning to come to pass now. This is Luke 21, 28. Jesus said, when you see these things begin to come to pass, hunker down. No, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say hunker down. <laughs> he says, look up, not hunker down. Why? Because your redemption draws nigh. That's why. This is the only thing that gives us any sanity to keep our sanity, right? I truly believe that we are so close, so close. And now is the time to get Jesus to people and people to Jesus as quickly as we possibly can. That's why. It's also why we do these weekly prophecy updates. It's why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, and a simple explanation, childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. You know what the word gospel means? It means good news. Your debt, your penalty has been paid in full. You're free to go. That's what the word gospel means good news. What's the good news? Oh, Jesus died for you. He was crucified, and He was buried, and He rose again on the third day, and <laughs> He's coming back again one day. That's the good news. That's the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. What are the ABCs of salvation? It's just a childlike, simple explanation, a template, if you will, something to equip you and provide you so you're at the ready to give to everyone an answer of that hope that lies within you, that blessed hope, the good news of salvation. And by the way, uh, I'm sure <laughs> you have someone in your life that's looking at you going, why are you so happy? You seem unfazed by this. Oh, so glad you asked. You want to know why? Yeah, what's up with you? Why aren't you freaking out like the rest of us? Oh, here's why. Good news. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. And this is huge, because unless and until you do, you're, you're not in the market. I'm sorry to say it like that. You're not in the market for a Savior. If you're not a sinner, you're, you're not looking for a Savior, right? It's when you acknowledge that you sinned that you realize, I need a Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why is because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 packages, in a way, the bad news first, and it's really bad, <laughs> with the good news. What's the bad news? The bad news is the wages of sin is death. 
We were all born sinners, and we've all been sentenced to death. That's the bad news. Ready for the good news? The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift. Oh, He paid for it in full. Cost Him everything. Cost Him His life. His blood shed in our stead to pay, to purchase that gift that He offers to you and to me. And it's a gift. If you pay for it, it's not a gift. It's a purchase. You don't pay for it. There's nothing you can do to earn it. It is the gift of God. We're saved by grace, through faith, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any of us should ever boast that we did something to achieve it or obtain it. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans ten thirteen lastly, says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will. I like that word. You know what will means? <laughs> it means you will. I know it's again deeply profound. It's not you could, you might, you should. No, you will be saved. You will. Period. John says you can know that you will have eternal life. The jury's not out. The verdict is in. You're saved by grace through faith because of what Jesus did for you instead of you. I implore you. I make no assumptions. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you. I plead with you. Do not put off even one more day, one more hour, the most important decision of your life for eternal life. You might be watching online and you're, <laughs> it's no accident. The Lord had you continue watching, not stop watching, for such a time as this. Today is the day of salvation. I, I am pleading with you. Now is the time, with everything that is happening, and as swiftly as everything is happening, it is all coming to pass, exactly as God's Word said it would if you don't mind, I want to share two very precious, adorable <laughs> testimonies from online members. First one comes from the DeVries family in the Netherlands, Dirk and Teresa, along with Yeshua, 17, Dana, 15, Levi, 12, we have a Levi, Yuda, 
10. Odelia, I sure hope I'm pronouncing your names right. 8. Noya, 6. And Shirel, 4. They write, Shalom, dear disciple of Yeshua, J.D. Farad. Thank you for your ministry and your teachings. It is a pleasure to still find someone who freely speaks out against all the crazy things going on in this world nowadays. In the month of December, it is a tradition in the Netherlands to fry, sell, and eat deep fried donut balls. (laughs) Kind of like the photo we added. I wish you wouldn't have. (laughs) What do those things look good, huh? In this month, you see a lot of donut stands, which sell all kind of those. Our children, age 4 to 17, have used this as an opportunity to fry them themselves and sell them with your ABC card in English. (laughs) Because the Dutch is a bit large. Sorry for the loss in the translation. (laughs) They wanted to earn some extra money, but in a way they could also contribute to the kingdom of God. We have seen a lot of your teachings and we're touched by all the ways people are using the ABCs for sharing the gospel. And oh, by the way, this is probably as good of a time as any to mention this. I'm sharing two today. There are so many. And if you sent in your creative way, please know that just because I don't share it doesn't mean that I don't read it, because I do. I read every single one that comes in and am so blessed and so encouraged by all of these testimonies. And I mean the creative ways are just over the top, (laughs) as only God can. And this is a new one, I got to admit, these delicious looking donuts. (laughs) So they thought it would be a great idea to sell their deep fried donut balls within all the bags, a laminated ABC card. For three days they were frying, December 29th, 30th, and 31st, and they fried over 600 donuts. In the morning they were frying, and in the afternoon they went selling without complaining. After these three days they were all very tired, but also very satisfied. They sold a bit more than 500 donuts. We'll take the rest. (laughs) So their efforts were rewarded, and they have made a donation to your congregation. It is wonderful to see that your work has also had an impact on our children. And that's what I love about the ABCs. It is childlike simple. And we as parents are very grateful for this, and we are very blessed. The second one comes from Michelle, who writes, Hi, Pastor J.D. I'm a new online member from Port Moody, British Columbia. We just heard about you from a dear friend six months ago. My kids and I eagerly listen to your messages every week. I brought the kids to the park today, and my eldest picked up a rock. To her surprise, it had your website on it. (laughs) And the ABCs of salvation. We were so excited. (laughs) I have recently ordered stickers that I will be plastering all over Vancouver with your website and the ABCs of salvation. But now that we have found the rock, (laughs) 
We will be painting them and leaving them at parks too. I am a homeschooling mom and I am avidly against lockdowns and masks. I am so glad we have found you and you have been added to my prayer list. Thank you for that, by the way. Ah, what a blessing. What an encouragement. Why don't you all stand? I know this was heavy today. I haven't said one last thing yet, have I? <laughs> okay, last one last thing. Um, I was just thinking about when Jesus was teaching the multitudes, hard teaching, and the multitudes bailed. I mean, they just left. They just started, you know, bailing on Jesus as He was teaching. And it's very interesting because the detail in the account is that Jesus turned to the disciples and asked them, are you going to leave too? That's every pastor's nightmare, is when somebody gets up in the middle of the teaching and leaves. <laughs> you know, you take a bird, and then they come back in, it's like, oh good, they only had to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> it wasn't the sermon. Was it something I said? <laughs> he turns to the disciples and asks them, are you guys going to bail on me too? I know it was a hard teaching, but are you guys going to leave too? And Peter, oh, I love Peter. I love Peter. He says to Jesus, really? He doesn't say that, but I mean, it's kind of, that's the gist of it. Where are we going to go? You alone have the words of life. Where else are we going to go? Yeah, it's hard. I don't want to hear it. Truth be made known in my flesh, I do want to bail on you. But if I do, where am I going to go? This is the bread of life. You are the bread of life, the word of life, eternal life. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much. Please, God, I pray for discernment on the part of your people. We need discernment. We need to discern. Please, Lord, for those, and I'm sure there are many, who are faced with this decision, maybe even tomorrow morning, maybe this afternoon, they have to make this decision. Lord, I pray that you will reveal yourself to them in a powerful way, so much so that there would just be this realization that unless it had come to this, there would have been no way that you could have revealed yourself in this way, provided in such a miraculous way. Lord, I pray that you would remove fear completely away, because you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a disciplined, sound, sane mind. Don't let the enemy put fear in the minds and the hearts of your people, Lord. Strengthen and encourage their hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Mid-East Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. 
We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.